Welcome to Ride With Me, Drive With Me, the show that's everything ride-sharing. We're here to bring you great driver stories, interesting rider personalities, and everything in between. My name is Lucas P. I'm here along with the Becca B. So get ready, buckle your seatbelts, and let's go. Well, hey guys, welcome back. We are here, Ride With Me, Drive With Me, episode four. Hope you guys are having a wonderful day. We have a couple different segments for you, and you know what, Lucas, let's start off by talking about what kind of crazy stories or interesting stories that we had this week with our riders. Yeah, I had a couple of them. I had an interesting guy that was a pilot. He was an American pilot. Interesting thing about him was kind of relating on driver complaints, so obviously he flies people around. (laughs) It's the same kind of premise, you know. He's taking people from A to B, they're just flying through the sky. But he had had told me uh, sometimes when he would get done with a flight or before the flight or something, people would complain at him about not not being to where they needed to be on time or why they couldn't get to where they couldn't get to. They would literally, they would come up to him and show him the, the radar in their phone. Interesting. So Why are he, we delayed? <laughs> so that apparently the general public is a bunch of he, does he buy does he fly the big aircrafts? He flew MD eighties. So that's the very long American plane. American uses a lot of MD eighties. Delta uses them. I don't think United uses them anymore, but it's mainly Delta and American with the two engines on the back. Oh, okay. The, on gotcha. the on the rear. Yeah, you'll see them a lot at DFW. So they, he did some complaining about well, he, his yeah. passengers per se. Yeah, he just said, you know, he, he kind of brought it up on, on that, in that respect, just to say, like, I suppose you guys deal with a lot of, uh, oh. a lot of, I, I told him flat out, I was like, yeah, I really don't, people don't bring too many things to no. my, and it's not that I'm not doing anything wrong, no doubt, but I'm sure I'm doing some, <laughs> some stuff people don't like. But. No, no. Instead of telling us, I'd rather leave a comment <laughs> <laughs> Well, with, with, with our rideshare yeah. company. And then the other thing he, him and I talked about was he's single guy, okay, um, divorced. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had a couple older kids, and he was in Dallas a lot. And so he was telling me about dating in in Uptown and how. <laughs> oh, when please, would, please tell me about this. He would tell these ladies, you know, be a first or second date or whatever. However, he would meet them, and as soon as he told them he was a pilot, all of a sudden, the. Uh, total mood of the atmosphere would change and instead of being okay with like you know meeting at starbucks for coffee all of a sudden they wanted to go to you know fancy schmancy restaurants and whatnot so he was not a fan of dating in uptown which i I don't blame him that's that's crazy that chicks still do that but okay (laughs) well you know what i guess he knows where to date now elsewhere (laughs) I don't know. <laughs> I just listened to him. He was he was interesting. He was yeah, really interesting guy. Yeah. What about you? Well, um, I um, had this one particular lady. You know, I've mentioned it before. We wear many different hats, and this one particular person got in my car, and there's no doubt she needed a best friend for the day. And older lady, she was in a hurry to get home so she can take her dying cat to the vet to put it down and she was quite an emotional wreck to be honest and I felt for her having cats myself 
I was like, you know, I'm thinking to myself, what can I do to help this lady? You know, honestly. And so the only thing I knew was just to be there for her, listen to her, be there for her, and get her in the right state of mind before she got to her destination. This this particular person, she no doubt loved her cat, Simon. He was about to turn 20 years old, which is kind of crazy. That's, That's really a long old. time. Yeah. You know, I mean, she wasn't a cat lady by any means. She only had one cat, you know. Wait, wait, what do you mean she wasn't a cat lady? Well, she only had one cat. You know, they call cat lady, you know. You have at least, what, three or more, I think, something? Yeah. Okay, well, we'll go with that. I never had more than two cats. Yeah, well. Because I was always afraid that if you have more than two, they're going to take you over. Right, but like I said, three or more. Cats are... I love cats, but I, Me too. I do think they're all trying to kill you. <laughs> they're predators. You're they're always mess. trying to eat you. Anyways, <laughs> you know, just it just goes to show you, this is just an example, one of many examples, how we can be there for other people throughout their day. She needed somebody. I was there for her. I got her safely and quickly as possible to her destination. The last thing I wanted on my mind for the rest of the day was I didn't get her there quick enough and mm-hmm. her cat passed away. Yeah. And she wasn't able to say goodbye. Obviously, she got on the phone with the cat and talked to the cat. and She did? Yeah. She talked to the cat on the phone? I'm not even joking. No, no. I'm, I'm being serious. Like they just put her on speakerphone? She yeah, her, her, her husband called Aww. and put, it on, put her on speakerphone. And, you know, the cat, you have to think about it. Cats are very emotional animals. A lot of animals are. And so they know voices. And so the cat was, I guess, kicking its hind legs a lot. And they were worried it was having a seizure. And so she wanted to, she wanted to help her cat ease. If the cat was going to pass away before she got there, she wanted to help. Were they she putting, wanted to say goodbye, too. I mean, that's sure. normal. Were they putting the cat down or they, they just knew the cat was going to die? I mean, the cat, like I said, was 19 years old. So, yeah, the cat was slowly losing a lot of weight, wouldn't eat, sluggish. And she knew that she need, it was time to put it down so she can get it cremated and mm. bring it back home with her. Yeah. So, well, that's yeah. tough. No, no, no. It, it definitely was tough. But and it was definitely one unique situation that I haven't had in the past. But, you know, regardless of what somebody is needs to be comforted for, whether it, you know, it's something that we can fully relate to or not, we want to essentially be there for another individual. Pay it forward. Well, you've said it before, In some respects. Too. It's like, just be kind, you know, just be a person. We're just individuals out there driving other individuals or other people around, so it's not like we're anything, we're human as well. And we, yeah, and we need to be as human as we can to others. How do you know that you got her there in time? Well, when I pulled up, she had called her husband maybe two minutes before. She, you know, he was still breathing. He was he still had his eyes open, so she just kind of got a... But anyways, she, she just got, you know, notice from her husband that things were going to be okay. She was going to make it. She was going to make it in time to say yeah. goodbye to Kate. Exactly. And uh, so this lady, she actually left me some feedback that I want to share with you guys. And she said, thank you so much for getting me home quickly to my cat that was dying. I am very grateful to you that I was able to say goodbye and hold him that one last time. I thank you and appreciate you very much. God bless you. That's awesome. And that meant, that meant a lot to, to get that. That was one of the longest feedback comments I've ever received, but that felt good. You know, it may seem simple to others, but it felt good for, you know, to know that I did indeed help mm-hmm. her. So Yeah, good job. Yeah. So we talked about it on our Facebook page, but what are you talking about there? What is this comment thing you're alluding to, Becca? 
<laughs> well, guys, um, so yes, we have talked talk about it. You know, what can we do for a five-star driver that goes and exceeds a tip? And um, yeah, it's leaving comments for the driver. And so, I mean, I look forward to getting them. I'm constantly checking throughout my day. Did I get a new one? <laughs> and uh, it's, it's nice. It's one way that riders can show us appreciation in a different context. Do both Uber and Lyft have the comments? They do. Now, one is visible to me in my app. On Lyft side, I actually get like a weekly summary email and it will tell me, you know, like kudos in different categories and then tell me comments that the riders left me. But I don't think it's actually there for others to see kind of like it is on the Uber side because guys, if you pull the driver's profile when you're in a ride with them or even after the ride, you can see all the information about them as well as all of these comments. Mm -hmm. um, that people have said about them. You can actually kind of get to know your driver a little bit by just looking at this. And I don't think you can do that on the lift end. I'm pretty sure you can't. Okay. So. Yeah. I, I know you've had, you know, another interesting story. So uh, what's something else that's happened with you this week? Oh, I, got, I had a guy from Frisco to DFW who was an avid traveler. He was very interesting. It, it wasn't just the fact that he had been to 105 countries. It was oh. how... Yeah, he had like three passports, he said. He, had, he was telling me about going to Italy, and because my dad's father was born in Italy, I could get a European passport. Uh-huh, that's interesting. Yeah, I didn't know that. Shoot, anyway. I would love to have three passports and have all that experience. Nice. Okay, um, so this guy's been to 105 countries. Yeah, and his big thing with traveling was never travel in a straight line. <laughs> what? Yeah, so he... <laughs> okay, tell me more. He was taking a trip from here to Jacksonville, and then he was going to go visit his mom in Jacksonville, and then he was going to go meet his wife or somebody else up in North Carolina. Okay. And so he said he had taken a flight from Jacksonville to, to Raleigh plenty of times. So instead, he was going to take a train. And he's like, huh. I want to see that, that part of the country via train. And so not, nothing to do with cost. He just yeah. wanted to take a different route of transportation. He owns a travel company as well. Like, that's part of what he does for work. Okay. So, I mean, it's, I'm sure it's, it's advantageous to him and his line of work, you know, to, to be able to do that and, you know, suggest that to his clients as well. And then he, t he told me about some other trips in Europe, like he had taken a train across Siberia, some other things that he had done in like Croatia, I think, or Bosnia, but okay. yeah, just, he, he just, he just said. So yeah. tell me more about, he doesn't travel, did you say travel in a straight line? Is that what you said? Yeah, he said never travel in a straight line and never okay. go the same way twice. So if you, like, you know, his, his trip from Jacksonville to Raleigh, he, instead of taking a flight or a car, this time he was going to take a train, you know, to try to experience it a little bit differently. And because we don't have that much train commuting in the U.S., he thought it would be interesting to take an Amtrak, you know, huh. in Europe. And it just happened it would be somehow not going the same direction or, you said, same line? Well, he had never, he just had never traveled that way from Jacksonville to Raleigh. Oh, okay. You know, gotcha. I'm sure he'd done that. Whatever he had, it sounded like he had done a flight or a, a trip via car that way, but he just wanted to take a, a train instead. I, was like, I see. He just yeah. wanted to make it more interesting. He actually preferred traveling via train if he had the time. I remember <laughs> him saying that to me now. He's like, I'd rather travel by train because it's just, you get more of an experience. You get to actually see the country. You get to, 
you know, interact with people because people are much more friendly. They're, they're walking around. They go to the different cars. Different That atmosphere. kind of stuff. Yeah. Okay. Instead of on a plane, we're all, most of the time when you get on a plane, you just lock down and, you know, or not lock down, but maybe you just, you go into your own little cocoon. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I could see that. I do. I put my earbuds in and there's some flights. I think it's Spirit Airlines that does an intro. This is kind of off topic, but (laughs) that's what we do. (laughs) Spirit Airlines does an intro during their, like their pre-flight thing. Uh Um, They do something like, we're all going to go back to the 1970s where we're going to pretend we don't have these devices in our hands that are going to entertain us for a few hours. And we're going to say hello to our neighbors. Really? Spirit (laughs) does that? Yeah. I did not know that. I've had a couple of... That's actually kind of cool. Yeah. And then you, you just talk to the person next to you, but... Yeah, I think that was his big beef with plane travel is he wanted just more of an experience, right. you know, more of an he interaction. More out of, he's going to travel a lot. He wanted more out of his travel. He wanted yeah. more experiences. Exactly. Yeah, and he okay. he had asked me about going to Italy because then he asked me, you know, if I had ever been to Europe or outside the country. And I said, yeah, I've actually been to Italy and, you know, why'd you go to Italy? And I was like, well, actually my family's from there. And he knew the town where my family had, was from, mm-hmm. you know, my, my grandpa. So he, he had a few tips along that line too, but that's nice. where he told me about the, the passport thing. Very yeah. cool. Sounds like a, sounds like a cool guy. Imagine mm-hmm. you guys had a pretty neat travel conversation. It was too, it was one of those trips <laughs> where it's just too quick. You know, I wish he was going from like... You wish it was one of the longer trips? Yeah, 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 for sure. Even getting stuck in traffic. Sometimes you get stuck in those, stuck on trips where they're super long in traffic and you're like, this is awesome. Like, I, I didn't oh, yeah. even realize where... It would have been awesome if you got stuck for a train to come through. Stuck in the tracks. <laughs> would that have been a perfect add-in to this conversation? Do we cross in? I don't think we cross any <laughs> tracks there, Becca. No. <laughs> 121 does no big 121 goes over the railroad tracks true true okay. we don't need we i thought it means some that. added extra excitement to the story but okay yeah <laughs> anyways um well i had um one more story that i can add to our listeners i had a lady that you know it is now that i think about it, it's kind of coming back to the consoling thing but um she had got in my car and she was in quite a hurry and it was already the cat lady wasn't already crying. She was emotional, but this 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 lady was. She was already crying. She couldn't speak the first words and confirm the address without you know just being broken in words. Her boyfriend was supposed to take her to work that morning, and five minutes before that, he's like, "The car won't start," or mm-hmm. the battery, or something to do with that. He's like, "But I thought you already left." So she's like rushing. She's very concerned about getting to work late. And the reason was being is that she works for a company that takes inbound calls for roadside assistance. And so if you don't get there by 8 o'clock or within that, you know, at least 10-minute differential, you might have to grab, like, a later shift that doesn't start for another four or five hours. So she would just be stuck there with nothing to do. So it was very important to get her there because I get her in the door. She had, like, five minutes to walk. And so, you know, her boyfriend put her in quite the predicament, and she was just really concerned about getting to work in time. And so she was just flooding tears, like I pulling out every napkin I could find to help this lady. It was it was hard. It was really early in the morning to deal with a crying female, and she was sweet as can be. But 
my job was just to consult her and I completely consult her and got her on the right track of mine and said you're gonna do this you were gonna drive up you're gonna hop out <laughs> you've got six minutes to spare more than five you just get in there and you get signed in you're gonna have an awesome day so you got was, her there yeah, yeah I got her there hey sometimes we just have to uplift people even when they're at their worst just you know and it's sometimes the change tone of our voice sometimes it's just the motivation we put behind our words but you know we can change someone's bad day totally. the second they enter the, enter our car and that's exactly what I did with her and that was my goal from the very beginning I was not gonna allow this sweet young lady to leave my car crying not on my watch good job well hopefully <laughs> did she leave you a comment at all no no, no, she no. You know. She did not Darn leave it. me a comment. I was hoping. Oh, wow. I know. It's one of those things where I was like, I kind of want to say, you know, if, if you have a couple extra minutes, there's this comment box, you know, just leave me a comment. Yeah. <laughs> well, you have a clever way of doing something like that, don't you, with writers? We've talked about it. Oh, yeah, on the, on the on stars. Your, yeah. So... Guys, you know, you can rate your driver or you do not have to rate your driver. A lot of writers don't know don't. they have a rating. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, and I'm trying to bring that up. So no doubt. That's kind of the precursor. I'm like, so what's your rating? <laughs> like, what do you mean? I have a rating? Yeah. I think their first response always is, I'm afraid to look. <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, that tells me quite a bit. Oh, boy. <laughs> but, yeah, oh, boy. So, anyways. What's the lowest rating you've ever seen from a writer to be honest i accept trips so quickly sometimes or multitasking as it is i don't really look i don't but i don't think it's ever gone below a 4.85 really 4.85 4.87 yeah we've talked about this before i've never received one yeah like low low because i know you have i had a two and a half <laughs> once. well you know <laughs> maybe because my driver rating's a little higher than yours they try to match me with more what? rated drivers. Your rating is not higher than mine. I had, no, this was Friday. I had a, the, a lady from New York in Uptown. The lady I brought from Uptown to DFW. Her rating was 4.55. Now, as soon as she told me she was from New York, New York City, that clicked. You knew She why. was super sweet. She oh, was super nice. because drivers in New York are a little bit more critical. I think, from the I think they just have the edge. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and who knows what she might have gone through in New York. Not taking any responsibility away from her, but I, I would imagine, yeah, there. she was really nice to me, though. So Yeah. And I felt bad because my car had some AC issues for the first five minutes of the trip, so... Oh, but, in this heat? Yeah, we fixed oh, it. Oh, my. Yeah, it's nothing I can... Mm -hmm. Control. I'm glad you got that fixed. Yeah, and she was she was really nice. We had a good conversation about... She'd only been in DFW for like maybe a month, month or two, uh, her and her husband. But okay. just talked about like what to do, where to go, fun places to go out, mm -hmm. areas, different stuff like that. Oh, good. Yeah. I'm glad you could offer some feedback. Do you ever get asked like how much money you make? I don't know why, but in the last week I've had like eight people... Do do you make enough money doing this? Yeah, a lot of people are concerned, are curious on how we do this full time. Because how is that possible? Do you really make that much money? And so, yeah, I've definitely been asked that question, and I'll and I'll tell them. I said some days my target's two fifty, some days it's three hundred, and I meet my target, I'm done. Unless I'm just crazy busy, and why not? Who wouldn't keep driving and making money? Yeah. So yeah, yeah, people do inquire, and I'll throw numbers out there. Just make it up. No, I don't make <laughs> it up, please. Do you do? Oh, Lord. 
Yeah, tell all, tell all our listeners that you just like to lie. Okay, no. great. <laughs> I don't want to give away all my info. All your info. I'm kidding. <laughs> Anyways, guys, um, uh, the, the whole premise we're trying to make here is we would like to have more five-star trips. And I think we would if more, more rated. So I tried at the end of my ride to say, you know what? You've been a five-star rider today. Yeah, I get riders that, that say and that. And yeah. I said, yeah, yeah, I said, hit yeah. me back. They jump out and they're like, five-star trip, man. Thanks, uh, so, dude. <laughs> you too, dude. So, yeah, yeah, I try to bring it up, so I want it fresh in the memory because the second they go back to the app, they have that opportunity. And I want them to remember, I'm going to rate them, so they should rate me too. It's, you know, it's a joint effort. I looked at my thing the other day and it's literally half of my trips only half of my trips are That's rated funny that you say that because mine's about half too mm-hmm. strangely enough i'm not exactly sure how that works out i go to that portion of the app quite often throughout the day because i want to see if it jumps and it, it jumps usually about 10 a day 10 10, 10 yeah lately i've been getting about 10 five star rides a day because you can see it jumping mm-hmm. numbers yeah yeah, and then I've you, been trying to increase that as yeah. much as I can. Depending on how many trips you're doing, obviously. it's Again, it's it's just a percentage. See, I think it's literally right around half the time. So half the people yeah. just don't... I don't understand like why people, why you wouldn't, but... They're busy. They've yeah. got too many other things going forget. on, Lucas. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I get it. They don't know that the rating does mean a lot to us as well. So they don't... They really... I, I don't think they realize how important it truly is. Yeah. You know? And so, yeah. So, yeah. I encourage you guys, rate well where you can. And honestly, you know, if you do not have a good driver, guys, please rate accordingly. And I'll bring this up real quickly. We want to get... we. I would say we are few of the top drivers for rideshare in our DFW community. And I would say there's quite a few from what I hear from other drivers that just... They don't, they're not good drivers, and we need these kind of drivers off the road. It could be their vehicle. It could be how they interact with us. It could be their driving skills. Some of us said, you know, I'm pretty sure he had alcohol in the system, or I'm mm. pretty sure he was high, or whatever, and people are just afraid. So, yeah, regardless if it's a five-star or a three-star, rate your driver. We, yeah. need, we do need to get the bad ones off the road and keep the really good ones on there. We'll get to we'll recognize get to that. them. Yeah, yes, we'll, we'll exactly. get to that in another, another show. But <laughs> all of the stories that we hear from the riders of all their bad trips. Cause I've yes, that, that definitely needs to be a segment coming down. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Yep. Well, thank you guys for listening to our rider stories today. We will definitely have more for you next show. Well, guys, that wraps up our rider shenanigans stories. And we hope to bring you many more next week. Up next, international Uber. What is going on in the countries around us? Stay tuned. Hey guys, we are back and uh, we've got an international segment that we're going to share with you. There are some very interesting things that go on around the world internationally with Uber specifically. So Lucas, um, you know, have you ever driven a scooter? Have you seen those scooters in downtown Dallas? Yes, I've just recently seen, seen I've, them. Yeah, I've almost ran over a couple of them. They just do not watch the scooters or someone on a scooter. Well, the person's on the scooter, so both. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Asia. Mm-hmm. It's a rarity to see an Uber car. Majority of their vehicles, quote unquote, are scooters, mopeds. You but, order an Uber. A moped pulls up and they offer you a helmet 
and you put the helmet on, you get on, and you go on your Uber ride. Can you imagine? I can that? see the. I can. Yeah, I could get the moped part, but a scooter thing, like. Well, I um, was saying. Oh yes, I call them scooters, mopeds, whatever. You okay, call okay, them. okay. Right, okay, right. Gotcha. I was just trying to, you know. Gotcha. So, <laughs> wow. Okay, so you get you order the you order the car, and this little bike thing shows up. That this ee- moped. Yeah. All I can think of is Dumb and Dumber. Dumb and Dumber. Oh, that's I all love I can that. think of. I love that yep. one. Yeah. So with, yeah, can you imagine if they did that here in DFW? No. No, first off, you'd be blazing. <laughs> you'd be that smart. is for dang sure. And then you got somebody riding you. Like, You're riding you? Then <laughs> <laughs> you'd be an otter. Oh, that's what she said. But anyways, so I can't imagine they introduced that here, but it, it shocks me. They actually say that that's the worst drivers on the road or the Uber drivers on their mopeds. It's like very, the person that I spoke to that actually, the, the, where I got my information from, she actually majority uses Uber in international countries. So she has different experiences and how they do things. And this was just one of them. And she says that, you know, they drive like a bat of hell, but you don't feel safe. You cannot get, you can't wait to get off that moped. So just, she had taken one? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a rarity to see Uber car. Yeah. So if you want to ride, you're getting your butt on a moped. Yeah. I don't. I. I don't know if I could trust a complete stranger that didn't have four walls to their car. I want the Uber Select moped. Uber Select? Can you imagine what an Uber? We might have to look this up, guys. What would an Uber Select moped look like? That's when you get the little. You get the sidecar. (laughs) That would be cool. That's Uber Select. Moped. Uber Select moped. Huh? Yeah. And then you get a. Glass of water and a bowl of noodles. <laughs> so, so guys, if you go to Asia, expect to get on a moped. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I'd do it. Would you do one it one time? Yeah. One yeah. Time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, another one is in Indonesia, kind of like it was in New York for a while, and, and even Austin. But it's a it's a bigger deal there. There's a huge monopoly to where the government controls and has large majority of all cabin taxi drivers. So majority of areas that you would need to go for pickup, they have huge signs to say Uber not allowed. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. So these drivers in Indonesia, I mean, in order for them to make money, they have to go into these areas that are prohibited by Uber drivers. So do you know what happens? On a majority basis, almost on a daily basis in Indonesia there. I'm sure there's some little violence going on. Yeah. They have a serious rise of Uber beatings because these cab and taxi drivers are beating up on the Uber drivers because they're in their territory. You know that I got hit by a taxi driver in Minneapolis, right? While driving. Huh? (laughs) I'm going to throw you for a loop. Not on purpose. Throw me through a loop. Go ahead. (laughs) I was driving, and it was 1.30 in the morning, and I was on my way to to back to the bar area. Uh I had a taxi cross three lanes of traffic, take a right across three lanes of traffic, and hit me right along the side, driver's side. Wow. And you know the funny part? Uh Uh-huh. He was being hailed. He was being hailed by a cop. The cop was on the the side hailing him with a flashlight, and the taxi driver, instead of going to the light and either doing a U-turn and coming back, Uh he did a straight across a three-lane road. So my question is, did the cop want a ride, or was he trying to pull him over? He was getting a ride for somebody that had been involved with something, like some domestic. And this driver just didn't think he would get a ticket for driving that way? Yes. Seriously? There's a lot more to that, but we ended up in court... And he said that he thought he could do whatever the cop was telling him. 
And the judge said, no, you still that's, have to follow um, traffic laws. That's one way to, uh, that's one excuse to give. He almost totaled my car. He hit me on the wow. driver's side. I couldn't even get out of the driver's side. I had well, well, Lucas, do you know what you take away from this story? Don't piss off the taxi people. <laughs> it's better to get hit by one than get beat by one. <laughs> yeah. I was the one who jumped out upset in that day. <laughs> that night. And no, no, guys, seriously, this is not a laughing matter. But, yeah, so we gotta, we got to consider ourselves pretty lucky, you know? Our Uber drivers are not getting beat. We're not being picked up by mopeds and almost dying to our destination. So, you know, our riders are yeah, in good shape. I think they care. Like, I don't think the taxi drivers really anymore give us any guff. They might look at us sideways or whatnot. Or oh, I, I get flipped off by one, usually on a daily basis. At least really? one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. A one trying to block. You know what they love to do in this love field? They block me in intentionally. I think it's to get to another ride. How do they know you're... But you said you have no markings. I don't. Well, now I do, I guess, technically with a DFW permit. Um. I think they just know. Because I get out of the car every single time. Mm-hmm. Whether they want me to help with their luggage, I'm getting a car at least even to just open my trunk and close it. You know? I mean, there's key signs. Yeah. But yeah. Oh, gosh. There was one, is it? I think it was Wednesday. I was laying my whore down. I actually had to get out of my car. I'm like, dude, move now. Where was the cop? Because there's always a cop at Love Directing. Yeah, but they're more so like in the middle where yeah. you check your luggage or the other doors. Okay. At the very end. So, yeah, a little wild. Wonderful. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I've never had a problem in DFW with any of the taxi people, but... I just wonder how they're still operating, but that's another I, yeah, story. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think eventually they're going to run them out of business. But anyways, yeah. yeah, so that's a little bit of an international segment there. There Actually, there is one thing that you know we can definitely bring up. Uber Air. Don't know if you guys have heard about this, but they're gonna. Their Uber's announced that there's an open call to select the first international city to launch Uber Air. I don't know exactly how this is gonna happen. I'm really curious um, how ride sharing is gonna be taken to a Uber Air level. What, what are your thoughts on this, Lucas? So I'm not exactly sure what that what that's describing but i mean it's flying it's basically like you order up your (laughs) yes look at lucas p uber (laughs) air is flying in a plane well you to your destination you obviously can't just hail not just from one doorstep to another but one (laughs) airport pick up to another that's that was my point you can't just hail a plane plane. well they don't hail us well no but they just push a button right that's the whole thing Right. But so, you can be at the corner of, you know, Allen and State and push a button. Like, right. So, okay, I guess this is just a different... Well, these people are pro- usually probably at these regional smaller airports where they're pushing the button, right? And there's already Uber Air driver vehicles sitting in the parking lot, kind of like how they hoard themselves at the airport, ready to be available when that person pushes, person pushes that button. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of my thought process. I don't know. I'm definitely going to have to look further into this and how this is going to work but no doubt very interesting do it. it's bucket well, i've heard list. about the you know the helicopter version i forget what they called it and i don't know where we're even standing in that progression where they're going to have helicopters you know they, um they, it's not i don't think it's called uber air it's something different i've heard a number of riders in dfw talk about that when the super bowl was here whatever mm-hmm. year that was they had a helicopter service uber did for that weekend and it was five thousand dollars a trip 
to the stadium. I don't know anybody that actually took it besides Jerry Jones, but he has his own (laughs) helicopter. Um, But yeah, apparently you could take a take a helicopter for five thousand dollars to the Super Bowl that day. Wow. Or during that weekend or something. Yeah, you're yeah. going to have quite a bit of moolah for, um, for that kind of ride. Yeah. I wonder how much the Uber Air is going to cost. I don't know. And, I, and it, like I said, they're seeking international you know, cities, and I think they've got an array for, to choose from. But I don't know how that's going to be like a bidding thing, kind of like the whole Amazon deal. But, yeah, I don't know. That's going to be interesting to see. It's just an, it's another example of how much this technology is disruptive. Like that's what they call it, disruptive technology. How much it's changing the transportation business. Uber is changing the transportation business mm-hmm. to extremely high level. I can only imagine Lyft will be on board or jump on board shortly after them, or maybe they're in the workings and they're just being hush hush about it. But I can't imagine them doing the same as well. But they should have done it first. They have a way better name for it. Lyft I just don't got that. Lift into the air. Let me lift you. <laughs> Let's see. How many seconds does it take me to lift you into the air? That, that would be pretty good. Yeah. We should totally contact Lift about that. You just up. did. <laughs> we just did. <laughs> lift, contact us. <laughs> Ride with me, drive with me. So, guys, badges. What do they mean to us and what do they mean to you? Well, Becca, let's find out together. Next on Ride With Me, Drive With Me. We have this thing called a badge. We get them as a rider compliment. What do they mean to you and what do they mean to us? Well, you know what? I can tell you what they mean to us. They're a little compliment if you want to call it that. We have ones that say excellent service, great conversation, all-star driver, expert navigation, cool car I get cool car a lot neat and tidy above and beyond awesome music late night hero anyways these badgers are really kind of cool I mean they're more fluff if you want to call it that we don't necessarily get any incentive behind it but you know we've had a few people ask us you know what do they mean to us what do they give us? And at the end of the day, you know, they give us a smile on our face. What would you say, Lucas P? Yeah, it's just one more one more way to say thank you. One more way to say above that five-star thing. Just something else maybe you did for that writer or some other kind of compliment. Yeah, I guess uh, I've got, on mine, I've got 130 badges, most of which are this excellent service badge you know over the three and a half years i've been driving so yeah you know yeah 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 Yeah. (laughs) i can see that how many entertaining ones do you have i don't have any that's the one i don't really yeah i'm I'm not entertaining no entertaining driver i've got the late one late night hero two awesome music i don't know what's wrong with all them people um (laughs) what's wrong with you four yeah four cool cars some good, great conversation ones, and an all-star driver is my other top one, and yeah, that's about it. The rest of them are just kind of mixed around. And we can't see yours. Cause... I know, guys. I um, broke my app. I don't know, but I can't see my profile. But uh, yeah, I'd say entertaining driver would probably be my number one, because I'm quite the entertainment. <laughs> Glad you think so. <laughs> yes, you are. Think so, no so. There is a difference. <laughs> So beyond a note and just the five-star thing, 
if you want to, it's one more thing you can drop on there. You can drop the five-star rating, and then you can do a badge and a note if you want a comment. You can do all those things if you really want. But Yeah. Hey, do all three. You'll make our day. Yeah, can you right. imagine if every single rider did that? Yeah. We'd be smiling ear to ear. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? <laughs> Even more so. <laughs> exactly. But anyways, guys, it's kind of like, you know, a little tidbit in a video game. You know, you get a little prize, and that's kind of what it is to us. A little small prize, if you want to call it that. Yeah, and like I said, they used to do this little contest every month for this all-star driver one, but they don't anymore. So that's yeah. with Uber. What about Lyft? Do they have anything? No, unfortunately, um, Lyft has not brought their platform to that level yet. Like I said earlier, you know, we've got, you know, comments that I can read on a weekly summary page. But no, yeah, no badges, no which badges. is odd. Kudos. They have kudos. What's a kudo? A kudo. Like, you know, great navigation to kudo. So they're different ones, but they don't have the cool categories like Uber. They just have, yeah, like good driving, good navigation. In you, your little high light summary page, there's these six little boxes, and it says five kudos on this, six kudos on that. And then your comments of what your driver's leave for you are right above it. And it's just in an email summary. Oh, yeah, okay. it's not a part of their app. And I don't think passengers can see it. So, yeah, that's definitely something that Lyft could improve on. So you make it more any, visually appealing. You get no badges on Lyft, but you get granola no bars. No badges. Yeah, granola, yeah. huh? Kudos granola bars. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Okay, yes, we get kudo granola bars. Peanut chocolate butter. Chip, peanut butter. <laughs> okay, guys. Well, that's a little bit about our badges. We hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Ride with me, drive with me. We will see you next time. Yeah, thank you again, everyone, for listening. Don't forget to check out our website, ridewithmedrivewithme.com, as well as keep tuned to our Facebook page for all the latest. Catch up with us on Instagram or Twitter. Send us an email if you'd like some more info, if you have any questions. Buckle up at ridewithmedrivewithme.com. We'll have a new episode for you guys premiering right here every Friday. Again, as always, keep graceful dancing. 